Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host and the future leader of the Republic of Wales, Scofflier. Now, this might be the only podcast in the world where you actually have to reduce the speed instead of increasing it. However, what I want to get over to you is that the past is gone, the future doesn't exist. So if you want to make the most of your life, you've got to make the most of these moments every single day. And this podcast is going to help you live a healthier, more fulfilled life, hopefully giving you some wisdom to take away every single day. So I'm going to shut up now so you can get on with listening to the next episode. Good morning. How's everyone doing? How's the dance sessions going? If you're on your morning walk, there is a technique class tonight with Adam, which will be awesome. But hopefully you're all feeling good from the dancing. It's not too taxing, so it's something you can pretty much do every day. And I've seen some people, you're getting about 6,000 steps in from doing the dancing, which is amazing. Now, I want to remind you the importance of steps and people overlook it. They're like, oh, can steps be really that important? Can that help much with my fat loss? And the answer is it's very important, not just for um, burning calories and stuff like that, but it's, it's really important. It's linked. There's a study done on steps and it showed mortality rates. They looked, they, they tracked people for decades and they found that people that did less than 60,000 steps, oh, the, the mortality rates shoot up, same as cardiovascular disease and all this stuff. And steps is pretty much like a really good indicator of activity level because for you to be very active, unless you're working with your arms and you're stuck on a chair just waving all day, um, we have to move our legs, don't we? So steps is a really good indicator of activity and it's very important for our health. The second thing I want to remind you of with steps is back in the hunter-gatherer days, when we were on the savannas, running, walking, we were always on the move, right? And our kind of hunger levels were in tune with our activity. Now, when you don't move enough, like our ancestors did, which, you know, 94%, you know, majority of our time as humans, from the exact amount, I think maybe... I think it's 94% of human existence has been as hunter-gatherers or foragers. So we've evolved mainly to move across long distances. And if it's either walking or jogging. And how we used to kill animals is on the savannas. We weren't strong and big enough to kill them with our hands, obviously. And sometimes the spears we had weren't going to be too effective against an animal that's full-on rage mode, like an antelope, which is huge. We would just jog after them until they overheated. So basically, we'd be like, right, that's a nice antelope, eh? A real juicy one. But one certain type of antelope, after it runs too much, it sprints away, basically it overheats because it's too thick, it's first too thick. So the, the humans at the time were like, well, if we keep jogging after them for about three hours, they will collapse from heat exhaustion and we can then just spear them and finish them off. So we've evolved to really be moving. And if we don't move enough per day, and this is around 6,000 steps a day on average, our hunger levels shoot up. So our appetite regulation system doesn't work properly. And the unfortunate news is we actually get way too hungry for our activity level, which is literally nothing. So if you feel like you're always hungry, and this is why there's that thing, the office 15 or whatever it's called, if you don't move enough, you get too hungry, you eat, you think while you're eating, your met your maintenance and you know the calories you need to to basically survive and move and all that it drops because you don't need enough because your neat non exercise activity is really low, and it's easy to put weight on, right? So that's why walking is vital and not just walking steps movement and that's dancing's perfect for this. It's low impact, 
it shouldn't give you too much doms, I don't think. Like, it might do for the first week or two. But after that, it's going to be about enjoying getting the endorphins rushing, all that good stuff. So I just want to get that into you guys because don't be thinking, oh, do I need to go for a walk? Please, please prioritise your steps and tracking your macros and you are golden. The second lesson is, it's Thursday. You know, we're on a high still from all these lessons. It's amazing. But don't think that, right? I'm in this place in, like, just outside London. It's like a like an old, old mansion that you go now. It's like a getaway to go and work from and then chill, go to the gym and stuff like that. You'd think they have everything you need, right? Marketing as a, you know, professional who want to come up for a break from city life but work and have healthy eating. There's no real shop here. Shop is terrible, right? And the menu, the food menu is really bad as well. And you have to basically like, right, now we have to improvise. We have to go to Tesco, which is like a 40-minute walk to go and get stuff that we need to eat because I couldn't just eat these like really random meals, right? So you want to plan ahead. So when you go on trips away, just plan ahead. Just think, what right, what's the worst? And people think, oh, it's sad. It's not sad. It takes five minutes to go, right, I'm going away from my house for a week. Will there be a fridge there? Don't assume there'll be a fridge because there's none here either. So there's no fridge there, right? What assume they don't have the food you want to be able to have your high protein meals and stuff like that. Like what can I do for that? Well you can take some hydro away with you. You can take some protein bars or protein cookies or whatever, or the protein snacks to make sure you got something, right? And if you can just do the basics like that, at least you're thinking of the worst case scenarios. So some of you now, August is coming. Well, August is here, obviously, the, the holidays are coming. Just the Stoics used to do this as well. They used to do the plan out like what's the worst case scenario and let's plan for that and make sure we've got like the backups going and I think it's an important one to do especially when you're on this new fitness journey it's like we want to think right worst case scenario let's plan it out so what's the weekend coming up right what's the biggest mistake you do on the weekend I would think I'll tell you in about 10 seconds but I would think what's the biggest mistake you do on the weekend if you go out drinking could be what are you thinking about Okay, the worst thing people do on a weekend when they go out drinking is they do not plan what they eat on the Sunday. They don't have it ready. So you go for a few drinks on a Saturday, you get wrecked or you get a bit drunk, your decision-making goes terrible, you get a kebab in, right? Fine, not too bad, but still could be a lot of calories consumed. The biggest issue is the Sunday morning. What you do when you're starving and you've had a hangover, and there's no food in your fridge. You go into Deliveroo, you go and just eat, you get takeaways in, and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of calories and more money being spent. What if every time you go out, the next day's food is sorted in the fridge, you've got fresh fruit, fresh bottles of water, you've got meals ready, made, planned. Nutritious, nice meals, of course. You've got that protein, protein bar or chocolate bar ready there, and you kind of know all the calories and macros for it. You know if you eat all of that, you can get those Halo Top ice creams, right? If you had all of those ready in the fridge, you're like, do you know what? That's about 1,500 calories. That's there ready for me to eat throughout the day when I feel like I need to do it. Instead of going to, you know, delivery and take, take away and stuff like that. So planning is vital. And there's another one, and I'll finish off with this, on this about planning, is there was a study done on planning, right, about going to the gym. It's like, you're going to have a group of people 
who just go to the gym when they feel like it. You had a group of people that said they're going to train three times a week, right? But then you had a group of people that wrote down what day they were going to train and what time they were going to train. So like, right, I'm going to train Monday, 6 p.m. I'm going to train Wednesday, 8 a.m. I'm going to train Friday, 2 p.m. They had a 70%, I believe a 70%, I need to recall in different memory, it was huge, 70% bigger chance of actually doing the workouts because they wrote down the day and time. So if you haven't done any dance lessons yet, if you haven't done any workouts yet, you're trying to get back into stuff, don't panic, right? Take today as your one big thing to write down, right, what is your plan today? When can you train, right? When can you train today? Can you do it? Right? Can you train? Can you get a session in on on Saturday? Can you get a session in on Sunday? Right? Are you going out on the weekend? Like start thinking of these plans, right? And start writing them down. And at least you get them out of your mind on a piece of paper and then execute on it. But the thing you've got to do today is obviously focus on today. So what are you gonna to do today? Well the first thing you're gonna do, you're gonna drink water, you're gonna go and track your macros, you're gonna put your weight into the app, ideally, right? You're gonna decide if you're gonna do the technique class with Adam tonight or not, right? decide this you're going to do it yes or no write it down if you are try to get your steps in otherwise if you're not going to do it get your steps in you'd have to get the ideal ways to get steps in in the morning and then in some lunchtime some at the end of the day you try and do six thousand ten thousand steps in one go without being a fitness class it's going to be quite challenging right so i've left you with a lot to think about there about planning about being agile you can do flexible flexibility with a macro plan but with protein being the most important thing you need to start thinking protein first and planning around it, right? And if you can do this, the half the battle is done. When you plan and you've got these backups, right? You're putting yourself in a way stronger position, way stronger position. If you're going to let it, leave it up to fate, right? I got bad news for you. Fate doesn't have much for you. It doesn't. It has you eating shit every hangover. Here's you saying you're going to do a plan saying you're going to do a workout, but never actually executing on it. It's going to say you want to need a higher protein diet for all the benefits, but you never actually do it because you don't plan it, because you think you're magically going to eat a higher protein diet by thinking about it. And it's you thinking you're going to get all the steps in without planning your steps in. It's the same with people saying, Scott, how do you read more? How can I read more? I go, do you think you're magically going to read more by thinking you're going to read more? You have to plan your reading in like you plan your work day. Like you plan, you brush your teeth. You've got to say, I'm going to read from nine till 10. It doesn't, doesn't magically happen, right? It, it, think about your behavior. I don't, you don't need a guru or an expert or someone else to tell you that if you just are leaving it up to chance on the moment, that you're not going to do it. We all know this deep down, right? So you're just doing lip service otherwise. You're doing the wrong thing. You're saying you're going to do something and you think that's enough because maybe you only care about whatever other people think you're doing. However, you know deep down you're not executing. When you're not executing, it's only you who's to blame for not doing the execution part. And you don't want to be that type of person where you're telling me this and that. You don't follow through in the execution. It might feel good to tell people you're going to work out tomorrow, do a dance challenge, track your macros. But then when you don't do it and you know you just said it's lip service, it's because you didn't go through and execute. So think about that today. You need to start executing today if you haven't been already. If you have been, amazing. Focus on today. Get it done. Enjoy your day. And I hopefully I'll see some of you in the dance technique class tomorrow. No, tonight. 
6 p.m. Speak soon. And that is it for today's episode. So hopefully you took something away from it. If you didn't, here's what you need to take away. Stop wasting time on social media. Stop wasting time gossiping. You've only got today to live. Today's the only day you ever have. So if there's anything to take away from this podcast, even if you can't understand the word I say, even if you didn't resonate with the wisdom I try to deliver, this is a reminder of you daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow. You daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow.